Hey, this is Mr. Anderson, Anderson, and you are listening to Two Out of Three Falls. Yeah, 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 what up? You know, it's uh, Peter Rosenberg, Hot 97, ESPN, WWE Network, Cheap Heat Podcast. Um, let's see what else. I got mad jobs out here, but right now, talking all things wrestling with my man Randy Cruz, the Cruise Control Podcast. Sit back and stay mage. You're listening to Cruise Control with Randy Cruz. This is the voice of the New World Order. N-W-O. And Neil Furman's secrets of WCW Nitro. Graham Matthews, Bleacher Report, Daily DDT. My man, how you doing? Doing great, Randy. How about yourself? Doing good, man. Goldberg. Okay, I was going to say as well. I, I should probably <laughs> rephrase that and say I'm doing as well as I probably could be coming off the atrocity that was Super Showdown. But uh, other than that, I'm doing well. You mean the the glorified house house show in Saudi Arabia? You know, I'm going to say, dude, I, I've said that before about all the other events. I don't feel like Thursday was a glorified house show. I'm, like, I'm the first one to say that about any of the other Saudi Arabia shows they've done. And this may surprise a lot of people. I really did not mind that show on Thursday up until like maybe the last hour or so. Mm. The, the beginnings, I didn't mind at all. And it wasn't a glorified house show would be putting it as like nothing really happened. Like we had new tag team champions crowned. Undertaker came back. Surprise, I guess. Not really. Yeah. And we had a new universal champion crown. So it really wasn't all that, um, you know, that it wasn't a throwaway show. Like it wasn't a great show by any means. It was definitely one of the weaker pay-per-views they put on in recent memory. Um, if only for that last third or so. Um, but I didn't mind the show. I'm honestly, I honestly think it was the best show they put on to date in Saudi Arabia. I know the bar is extremely low, so that's not Very. saying anything. But I thought some of the mid-card matches there were not terrible by at all, by any means. So um, it really was just that back half that really bothered me. Right, and I know we're, we're going to get to that part, uh, which kind of plays into what happened um, on SmackDown. Um, so real quick, Super Showdown. The OC beat the Viking Raiders. Uh, Undertaker defeated AJ Styles. The hell? AJ Andrade, Bobby Lashley, Eric Rowan, and R Truth in a gauntlet match, which I had no idea that was happening. The Miz and Morrison, new SmackDown Tag Champions, they beat the New Day. Angel Garza defeated Humberto Carrillo. Seth Rollins and Murphy, still Tag Champions on Raw, defeated the uh, Street Profits. Mansoor defeated Dolph Ziggler. Oh boy, Brock defeated Ricochet. Roman defeated King Corbin. Steel Cage match. Bailey defeated Naomi. And Goldberg defeated The Fiend. Bray Wyatt, new Universal Champion, in exactly three minutes. So, that was Super Showdown. Uh, three squash matches. Um, <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Any positives from Super Showdown? Um, like I said, I thought the mid-card matches were solid. I thought the Mansoor-Ziggler match was all right. Probably, definitely weaker than Mansoor versus Cesaro. And they got to do something with Mansoor, dude. They can't just keep trotting him out there for the Saudi Arabia shows. They got to either put him on NXT TV or do something because they can't just keep doing this stuff. It gets predictable. No one cares anymore. The crowd didn't really react to him as strongly as they did the other two times, but I thought that was all right. The two tag team title matches I thought were very good. I thought the Miz and Morrison versus New Day match was the best of the show. Um, the women's match was eh. The, cor the cage match sucked. The Corbin Reigns match was absolutely awful. Ricochet gained nothing against losing to Brock Lesnar in 90 seconds. It was a, a complete squash. And I'm not saying even I'm not saying that anyone even thought that Ricochet was going to win. Far from it, of course, but he could have at least scored some offense in defeat. Um, and the main event was a complete shit show. I'm not a fan of that whatsoever. There, there's very few positives with that, even coming off of tonight's SmackDown. Now that we know it will be Goldberg and Roman and Cena and Wyatt at WrestleMania, mm -hmm. um, I'm just not a fan. I know that might be a stronger card on paper compared to what they were aiming toward before with Cena and Elias and, and, and Roman and um, 
uh, Bray Wyatt for the championship, uh, Roman Reigns and Bray Wyatt for the universal title. But I don't know. We'll get to that soon enough. But I thought overall it wasn't that bad of a show, um, except for that last hour and a half. I really did not mind it. That that gauntlet match sucked too. But at least it set up. It seemed to set up anyway. Taker and AJ Styles for WrestleMania, unless that's get unless that gets tweaked too, which I think there's a very good chance that it could with Alistair Black being added in and the entire OC fighting those two at WrestleMania. All right. Um, all right. So the rumor was Taker and AJ at Mania. Do, do you think? Uh, do you think we still get that match one on one at Mania? I think the current plan is yes, but honestly, I mean, I wouldn't hate that because I think if anyone can get a decent match out of uh, the Undertaker at this stage of his career, it's AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. The thing is, though, I think it just makes more sense to include Alistair Black in there somewhere because they're doing Alistair and AJ on Monday's Raw this coming week, right? And if he's not part of that match with the Taker, with the Undertaker and AJ Styles at WrestleMania in some form or fashion, he's going to end up in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. I don't even care if he wins it. That's a terrible spot to be in. Like Braun last year, like he got this big push going into the road to WrestleMania. He ended up in the fucking Battle Royal. He won it and gained absolutely nothing. So I really don't think this would be any different for Aleister Black. So I, I would have to say for the fairly aggressive push they've given this guy over the last year and, and the fact that he's still undefeated one-on-one he could lose on monday right but what i would do i would have him you know go the you know go the distance with aj styles have him lose at the last second maybe not lose but i'm sorry have aj lose via dq at the last second via interference from the oc mm-hmm. lights go out taker comes out and then it's taker and black versus the entire oc because that way you still get aj and taker black's involved in a meaningful role taker can go over the oc isn't buried and black gets a big win at wrestlemania alongside the undertaker that's a good way to give a rub to the current talent a talent that could use it not like roman reigns when he teamed with taker back at uh, extreme roles last year the roman reigns did not need the rub so to speak so i do think black and taker would be a uh, much better option than you know taker and or taker and aj one-on-one although that could be decent too so i think it's a win-win either way um so we're not gonna have drew mcintyre against ricochet or mania <laughs> doesn't look like it no we're gonna uh, keep that brock and drew mcintyre match uh, which I'm looking forward to that. Um, new SmackDown Tag Champions, Miz and Morrison. I think if we did a preview for the for Super Showdown, I think I would have picked Miz and Morrison to win. I don't think the New Day needs the tag titles uh, uh, for now or anymore going further. Um, mentioned Roman, King Corbin, yeah, still cage, uh, barely still champion. Remains to be seen who she'll get at WrestleMania. Then Goldberg, man. Goldberg defeated the, Bray, uh, the Fiend Bray Wyatt. Again, if we did the preview, uh, I'm pretty sure I would have picked Goldberg. I just, it was just a handwriting on the wall, man. You know me? I'm a big Bray Wyatt fan, big Bray Wyatt supporter, but I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to defend the, the choice of putting the, the, the belt on Goldberg, but it's like... If someone asks me, okay, why would they do it? I don't. I don't know why. I kind of. I, I, only un, only way I would understand it is the fact that it is WrestleMania. Um, you know the rumor about having Roman and Bray being on the the main event for the title. We heard that a few weeks ago. Um, they wanted Goldberg and Roman instead to be a bigger draw bigger name and then you look at the reign of Bray Wyatt uh, championship reign it hasn't been all that good hasn't been that great and you, you know I'm a big Bray Wyatt fan telling you that that his fault probably not it just the way they booked him from the minute he was uh, champion to now was not the way they should have done it now people could say well that's the reason why you don't put the belt on him Okay, but if you put the belt on him, you, you you gotta do something with him. Yeah, Daniel Bryan here and there, but it wasn't, you know, he didn't have a five star kind of style title reign. Um, but I just felt the the handwriting was was on the wall, man. I would have wanted Bray Wyatt and Roman. Sure, uh, I think Roman said it himself. He he wanted Bray. He would prefer to fiend Bray Wyatt and not Goldberg, but. 
we get Goldberg. He wins. I think it's the, the, the timing that he won in three minutes. And again, in Saudi Arabia, the same place where Bray Wyatt won the belt from Seth Rollins at um, Crown Jewel. Um, a half-ass jackhammer. <laughs> Seth Rollins is curb stomping Bray Wyatt 20 times in red light in a hell in a cell. And that don't, that don't hurt Bray. But... A half-assed jackhammer gets the job done. Goldberg is now universal champion. Now we know he gets Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. So, Graham, I know you were pretty upset on Twitter. Um, Tell me why you're upset that Goldberg is champion. And paint me a reason why, why some are okay with Goldberg being universal champion and getting Roman Reigns at WrestleMania and not the, uh, the fiend Bray Wyatt. Well, to put it in a nutshell here, just cause I think I could ramble on about this for about an hour. There's, yeah. there's a lot to say about it. There's a lot to say in regards to what people are saying. And, um, when it comes to Bray Wyatt, I mean, it seems like all of a sudden people are coming out of the woodwork saying, Oh, I was never a fan of Bray Wyatt. The fiend character sucks. Mm-hmm. Not really sure where these people were a month ago or even a couple of weeks ago, but it seems like people are, it's like a new cool thing to hit on Bray Wyatt. And dude, I told you a year, year and a half ago, every time we would pitch a Bray Wyatt world championship run, I said it wasn't happening. The guy was a loser. Um, but then you know what he went out there he reinvented himself he got himself over and became the fucking hottest thing in this entire goddamn company with that fiend character the whole thing is people are like oh he was hot six months ago I, 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 have you been to a show recently? I mean, a lot of people from the shows that I've been to, from what I understand, The Fiend is still very popular. Yeah. He still gets huge reactions, dude. His merchandise is one of the highest selling merchandise uh, merchandise people on the entire website. At one point, I had read he was even over John Cena and the Roman Reigns and people like that. Becky Lynch, who was doing really well for a while there. You know, Am I going to sit here and say he's as hot now as he was six months ago? Of course not. But to say that he's not hot at all, that his reign was a flop, would be one of the dumbest things I think anyone could ever say. I'm not going to say his reign was amazing either, but like Mm. people got to realize, what the fuck were you expecting? Like these are the same people that were saying eight, nine months ago, oh, you got to give the world title to the guy by the end of the year. You got to have him win the world championship. And you know what? I I mean, I when they announced it, that he was going for the championship, I think we said here on the show that it was a little too soon. And I agree. Mm-hmm. But again, what did people expect when he won the championship? I mean, honestly, I think a lot of people thought he wasn't even going to be on the show more often than not. Because they wanted to keep him special. It's not like The Fiend has been wrestling on SmackDown. They've kept his matches exclusive to pay-per-view. He's only wrestled at Hell in the Cell, the Crown Jewel show, Survivor Series, TLC, Rumble, and now this show, Super Showdown. That's six matches, and unless I'm missing something. And now, really only five, because that TLC match was Bray Wyatt facing The Miz. And um, um, SummerSlam, right? Finn Balor? In SummerSlam. Okay, SummerSlam, yes. Yeah. Um, when he faced Finn Balor. Again, the matches were not great. The matches with Rollins were fucking terrible. They were the worst of the year. But the matches, <laughs> other than that, were not that bad. I'm not sure where people are getting this from, though. I hate this notion like, oh, you know, his matches sucked, so the rain sucked. Dude, like, what do people want? Because you know Randy for a fact. That's a great question. That let's say Ricochet right now is the WWE champion. I'm not saying if he beat Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. But let's say he got a similar push three, four months ago. People would be shitting all over it because he doesn't have a character, which is true. He really doesn't have a character. He's, direct, right. he's directionless as fuck. He's a great wrestler. But what else is there beyond the fact that he's a good wrestler? Absolutely nothing. They've given you zero reason Mm. to care about Ricochet. If you didn't watch him in NXT, you didn't watch him in Lucha Underground, you didn't watch him anywhere else, you would give zero shits about this guy. And no one would fucking care about him as the WWE champion. Bray Wyatt has had one of the best characters in years. And it's not like he's absolutely abysmal in the ring either. The Bryan matches were not barn burners. But they were decent. I thought the Rumble match was a lot better than I thought it would be. And the Survivor Series match was good, too. Again, I really don't know what people... I don't know where this criticism is coming from. I don't. I know people aren't saying that he's the worst world champion of all time. I just don't get it, though. Because mm-hmm. if you're booking the territory, who else do you put that championship on? SmackDown is so fucking depleted right now, they have no star power. 
and take Cena and Goldberg out of the equation because this notion that you have to put the belts in the part-timers is fucking dumb. They've been doing this for years now. It gets nobody over. They wonder why the ratings have gone down. The whole notion that, oh, if you don't like it, stop watching is exactly what people are doing. That's exactly what's happening. Triple H got a promo five, six years ago. I think it was Sean Ross Sapp who pointed this out on Twitter um, after the events of yesterday or on Thursday, whatever. Mm-hmm. When, uh, I think Triple H cut a promo saying, oh, that we're all marks if you hate the fact. I think it was going into WrestleMania 30. If you don't like what you're seeing, just you know stop watching. And since then, they've lost literally millions of viewers for Monday Night Raw. SmackDown <laughs> has been no different. Yeah, it's, it's gained viewership since they went to Fox. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, dude, dude, they're doing like a little, barely two million people, maybe two and a half million. They're on Fox. Uh, didn't a lot of people think they would be doing three, four million viewers? Like that's what I thought, because they were making this move to Fox out to be the biggest thing since sliced bread, and the show's been way worse creatively. And from a number standpoint, it's not like it's doing you know gangbusters numbers years. Uh, it's doing gangbuster numbers. So I'm not really sure what people. I don't know. Again, who would you put the belt on? Daniel Bryan? Eh, he got his run a year ago. He's not over the top popular right now. I'm not going to sit here and say that he should have won the championship. Mm. Kofi had his time. They should have pushed him more after he dropped the belt, but whatever. Who else even is there? Roman Reigns? I mean, people would be complaining about that too. So I think they made the right move by giving the belt to The Fiend. The whole issue here is not... It, I mean, again, I'm going off on a tangent by discussing The Fiend. I think wow. that's important. You're good. But the, the thing is, though, Randy... That it doesn't really matter who it is. You've come this far with the guy as champion. And it's not even like, oh, it's gender and I got to get my obligatory shot at Jinder oh, Mahal in God. here. But, or, you know, anyone else. It's not like it's Brian or anybody. It doesn't matter who it is. It doesn't matter whatever the scenario is. Bray Wyatt has been built up to be this dominant heel monster champion. Booking 101 says you take the guy to Mania and you take the belt off of him there. They've done it before, and I'm not saying that's the formula you follow every single year. Mm -hmm. They did it last year with Brian. They've done it before. They did it with Brock last year where they have him win the belt in the fall and they drop it at WrestleMania. It's a little predictable, but it makes sense because it leads to a a memorable moment at WrestleMania. And the thing is, anyone making the argument that, oh, it doesn't matter that he lost to Goldberg, he was going to lose to Roman Reigns anyway, is fucking dumb. Because it doesn't really matter that Reigns lost, or rather that Wyatt lost. If he lost to Roman at WrestleMania, would people be pissed? Of course they would be. But not nearly as mad as they were on Thursday, because at least they saw it coming, they knew it was going to happen. And at the end of the day, people can poop on it all they want. It's what makes sense. Because Roman Reigns, as you said earlier, Randy, wanted to face Bray Wyatt because he's a full-timer. He's done with this shit, too. Mm-hmm. How much does he really gain by beating Goldberg? Absolutely nothing. This guy's already beaten John Cena. He's already beaten The Undertaker. He's already beaten Triple H. He's already beaten The Undertaker. Uh, uh, who else? Fuck Brock Lesnar. And three out of four of those people, or half of those people, he's already beaten at WrestleMania. So at this point, again, I don't think if, if they're not going to be able to solidify Roman as the guy, then they never will. And I love Roman. I think he got a great reaction tonight, which is good. And maybe the whole idea behind this is that, hey, maybe we can get people to boo Goldberg as they did tonight so people cheer Roman. But after WrestleMania comes and goes, he's going to go right back to being booed. So how much of this was really worth it? Especially if they put Wyatt back in the title picture after Mania when Roman is champion. Yeah. We're going to get a Wyatt-Roman feud. Yep. And you know Wyatt's not going to win. So who cares? I don't know. The whole SmackDown scene absolutely fucking sucks right now. And what they did to Wyatt, it's not even a Wyatt thing. It's not even like the biggest Bray Wyatt fan in the world. It's just that you're sacrificing your current talent to these people from yesteryear who don't need the title. I don't even hate the idea of a Roman Goldberg match. I think that's pretty cool. But it didn't need to be for the championship. Mm-hmm. I think, fuck, True. dude, if they had Cena and Fiend go out, uh, yeah, Cena and Fiend at WrestleMania, having Cena beat the Fiend would be dumb. But at least the reign would have gone to WrestleMania. He's had a great year. He can walk into Mania as champion, drop it there. Cena gets number 17. I don't know how long that lasts. But you know what? It's it's whatever. Um, I just don't think that Wyatt benefits from this. Yeah, he may go on to beat Cena at WrestleMania. Cool, but where does he go from there? Because you know he's not going to regain the championship anytime soon. I just think it's a lot of it's a lot of bullshit because it makes the roster look like absolute losers. Because the people that are watching today don't give a fuck about Goldberg, dude. Like my girlfriend watches with me. She doesn't give a shit about Goldberg. She doesn't give a shit about the Undertaker because she wasn't watching when they were in their prime. She cares about the current talent. So when she sees people like Bray Wyatt get squashed in three minutes, she doesn't want to watch the show. Why would she want to watch SmackDown if Bray Wyatt just got beaten, made to look like a loser? Same thing with Ricochet. It just doesn't make any sense to me. 
resume. So I think it's more a matter of how they book. It really comes down to the, the, the bottom line is this, how they book their current talent and how absolutely none of them feel like stars in the slightest. Wow, how do I follow that up? <laughs> that was like eight, nine minutes strong. But I, I know, I, think, I know. Um, I'm sorry. I have a lot to say on the subject. Listen, bro, I think the bottom line is they did not want the Fiend to drop the belt at WrestleMania to Roman Reigns and have people shit all over it. I think that's I as crazy and sad as that might sound, I think they said, "All right, boom, we're gonna have we're gonna have Goldberg win the win win the title um, at Super Showdown from the Fiend." Yeah, we'll 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 eat that crowd reaction. Then tonight on SmackDown, Goldberg was getting booed. Okay, so now when 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 uh, when when Reigns comes out. They cheer for Reigns now. So now Reigns is a good guy. So now when they go to WrestleMania and he beats Goldberg, yay, Roman Reigns now, boom. My thing is, what do you do with the Fiend afterwards? Because now Fiend is going to get John Cena. Cool. No problem. Um, <clears throat> I think the Fiend should win that match. Um, if he loses to John Cena again, then we have a problem. Uh, yeah, I, I know you lost the belt. Okay. But you lose to Cena, who is a part-timer. And you may not see him for another fucking year. Um, that's pretty bad. To lose two in a row to two part-timers is pretty bad. So I think Fiend will beat Cena at WrestleMania. Reigns will beat Goldberg at WrestleMania. And then you can have the Fiend beat Reigns at some point for the belt. I think they just... For Mania, they did not... Roman Reigns... They, they, they did not want Roman Reigns to get booed or had that, had that match be booed outside the building because uh, we've seen it before at the Royal Rumble. We've seen it against Brock at WrestleMania 34. We've seen it. So, again, we can go find 10, 15, 20 different ra- ways to, to, to magnify this and find a reason, but uh, we, don't, we don't work for the company. We don't know the real reason why they, they, they put the belt on Goldberg. If, if the Fiend beat Goldberg... I would I would have been fine with that. I would have been fine with that. I think you you know you you'd be too. But here we go again. My thing is what do you what did you expect? And we're all going to watch anyway. We seen Goldberg beat Kevin Owens for the same title years ago. And then we then uh he dropped the belt to Brock Lesnar in a pretty good match at WrestleMania 33 to 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 keep it to keep it real. But I think they they might have the same kind of match with rain, so it might be a nice five, six, seven minute match of outside in the crowd, chairs, and this and that. Okay, cool, but I don't know, man. It's just Bray, Bray never gets the um, never gets the just do to uh, main event WrestleMania or have a long title run. And yeah, he, he he he, you know, he lost the belt to Orton, but that was. It was a fucking month or two after he won the belt at Chamber. Like it just, he never had a full run. And I think, you know, if you if you were uh, paying attention, that the the Firefly Funhouse stuff, where it was okay, but after a while, I was like, all right, it's not it's not the same no more. And that's not Bray Wyatt's fault. So it's like whatever they they want to do, he's gonna do it. But I think after a while, the character, not saying it was over, but like. It had a little shift. It wasn't, you know, demented as it once was in the beginning. But we can, again, we can be here all night, half hour into the show, talk about why the fuck that happened. But bottom line is, you get Goldberg and Roman at Mania. You get Bray Wyatt and John Cena at Mania. Um, you know, from from seeing John at SmackDown early on in, in Boston. Cool to see him back. But I know he's only back for WrestleMania, and it, it really all depends on how we go from from WrestleMania on for Bray Wyatt and our and Roman Reigns. Yeah, I don't know, dude. I mean, like you said, I think it comes down to that WWE didn't want Roman to get booed at WrestleMania. But you know what? We've seen this same. It's the same song and dance we've seen for years now. Was that not the mindset they had going into WrestleMania 32? When they put the belt on Triple H to the Rumble that year because they wanted Roman to conquer the mighty heel Triple H and get cheered. Did anyone cheer Roman? I mean, that was Triple H and he's kind of a cool. I mean, he doesn't really do much to get people to hate him. People like him regardless. Um, Goldberg, people just like to hate. 
I mean, just because he comes in, beats the Fiend. You know, this is a little different scenario, but they will go out of their way to get Roman cheered, and um, I just don't think it's going to work. It may work at WrestleMania, but it's not right. going to work after that. So, I think the, the most cheered that Roman got was last year when he wasn't in the world championship scene. If that doesn't send a message, I don't know what will. Mm. I'm not saying he should never be in the world championship scene, but the right. fact that he gets booed against the Fiend is not his, you know, that's not their fault. That's not the fans' fault. That's WWE's fault. They should be doing a better job of either making Roman likable, evolving the character that's been doing the same shit for six years now, or getting a heel that people can boo. And I'm not saying, you know, be careful what you wish for. Like, people would boo, you know, uh, I don't know, Jinder Mahal if he was WWE champion. So, again, be careful what you wish for. But um, I, I, I don't know. They got to figure that shit out because they really don't think it does the roster any favors. When it, it's a, it's a, one of those sacrifices that you make for something that has a very short-term gain. Right. For one little moment at WrestleMania, you're sacrificing Bray Wyatt's worth as a performer. Why would I care about him now? The guy never wins whenever it matters most. It just... Right. You know, I don't know. I, I mean, again, was he as hot now as he was six months ago? No. But you're so close to WrestleMania, why would you change it now? I know Goldberg was champion a couple of years ago. The match with Brock I thought was fucking awesome at WrestleMania. That made sense. The story made sense. I said here on the show three years ago when we discussed it, I thought it was dumb to do it for the WWE title. Brock went on to hold the championship for a year and a half, mm -hmm. and it damaged Raw. That was one of the worst periods in recent Raw history because we had a champion that was not, not around for fucking a year and a half. Right. And I know we have a champion now that's not around. Same thing, you know, Brock's doing the exact same thing three years later. Um, but at least he's on more often. And it hasn't been a year and a half. It's a little different story. And yeah, you and I will continue to watch. For me, I do it as a job anyway, but I enjoy <laughs> it. There's a lot of people, dude, that aren't going to watch. The people who aren't going to watch are not going to go on Twitter and say, I'm not watching. They just won't watch and they'll go away. The people that won't gonna, aren't going to watch don't do podcasts and stuff. I mean, some of us might not watch, so, but the people that they're trying to get, you know, boost the ratings like we've talked about many, many times, mm -hmm. you know, you ask me a lot. What's going to get them to boost their Dynamite ratings for AEW or NXT ratings? Yeah. Honestly, I don't know. But I'll tell you this much. What's going to save their ratings from going lower than they are right now is not doing shit like this. I'll tell you that first and foremost here. Mm. That, I mean, they may not be able to improve their ratings. Raw's, I think, been a very good show for the last six, seven weeks. The thing is, I don't think they'll ever get to a point where they're doing four or five million people a week anymore. It's just not going to happen. I don't know why. I think they've... You know, they dug their grave. Now they got to lie in it, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. um, I just think that they're not doing themselves any favors by continuing to kill off all their current talent because then it makes it gives people even less of an incentive to want to tune in. So I, I would rather have their ratings remain stagnant than further going down. And it seems like that's the case with both shows, but specifically with SmackDown. And uh, with Wyatt, I just, I don't know, dude. I really just don't get it. I think it's a very short-sighted decision for Wyatt to lose that championship. And that reaction on social media just speaks for itself. It's not one of those things where like, oh, they got you to do what they wanted you to do. You got them to talk about it, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And it's not its not that old notion where it's like all publicity is good publicity. This is very bad for WWE because a lot of these people will not watch. I'm sure tonight they had a good rating because Cena was on, Goldberg's first night as champion. But what's going to make these people continue to come back and watch the show? A lot of people just stop watching because they're like, that's how little they care. They don't care enough to say that they're going to stop watching. They just don't watch. Um, I don't know. I just think the whole thing is a fucking mess. I don't see who benefits from this in the end at all. And SmackDown, I think, moreover than anything, needs help. Because if they're building around Cena and, and The Fiend, not The Fiend, but uh, Goldberg, then I think that's an issue. I know Roman and Wyatt will likely win at WrestleMania. But then what are you left with? Another Roman-Wyatt match after Mania that you know Wyatt's not going to win? So, again, the thing know. with Wyatt, again, I think he's cooled off a little bit. But there's no one else in that show is that is even close to being as hot of a character as he is. So I think it was a mistake to take the championship uh, off of him when they did. So... What was worse, the backlash from Goldberg Bray or Bray Seth Rollins from Hell in a Cell? Um, or even? It seemed pretty even to me. I think this might be worse just because, I don't know. I really don't know. I think everyone kind of assumed why it would win in both situations. I would have to go back. Like, I wish we could have, like, a Twitter time machine where we can go back and see it. Um... I would say this one, just because it's like, how could you do this again? Like, 
That one, I mean, it was for a championship, but at least it wasn't. It's not about not creating new stars. With the, that, that was just dumb, and the match sucked. The match was awful. It, but why it recovered? I mean, he could still recover from this, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I think this may have been worse because it illustrates a bigger problem with the company. Like at least there, I don't know if he lost or whatever you would call it, but at least it was against Seth Rollins, and they ended up turning him heel, so it made sense in retrospect. Even though I still think it was stupid, but, you know, um, at least it was the Rollins. Here, it's the Goldberg. The guy's 50-something, dude. That jackhammer looked terrible. That was a glorified <laughs> suplex. What the hell was that? Wyatt at least kicked out of 100 curb stomps. Even I'm not advocating that he should, but, like, that's just silly. Um, this just made him look like a complete idiot because it was a suplex. I don't know. It feels like yeah. anytime anything gets going, something gets momentum, they find a way to fuck it up. They go out of their way to, to to give people what they want, to not give people what they want. And yeah, they will give people what they want. I'm not saying they never do that. Mm-hmm. I think it would be an idiotic thing to say that they never give us what they want or what we want, rather. But it, when it comes to stuff like this, I, I it, dude, it blows my mind that this is the same company that gave us that awesome Rumble finish a month ago with Drew McIntyre winning the Rumble. How can you go from giving people what they want on that show and with one of the best Rumbles of all time to this nonsense a month later? What the fuck is going on over there? Like, they need to find a plan and stick to it. Because this whole thing where Goldberg, I think they had called him to come back the week of the Rumble. What were they expecting the match to be at that point? Roman and Wyatt? Like, if they make a plan, they got to stick to it. Did they not think at that point that Roman was probably going to get booed at WrestleMania? Why the sudden change? Why Goldberg? Why not someone else on the main roster? Why not Daniel Bryan? Why not build a third match with Bryan? And Brian wins the championship, and then you could do Brian and Roman at WrestleMania. That would be a much better option. Brian finally gets his win over the Fiend that he's never gotten before. That would that not make more sense? I mean, people probably still would have been a little mad that Wyatt lost, but at least it's the Daniel Bryan, and it sets up a it sets up a far more appealing match with Brian and Roman at WrestleMania, not Goldberg. I don't know. I just feel like it's very detrimental to the current talent to keep losing all the part-timers because it sends the message that no one on these shows matter except for the people that come back from 10 years ago. Mm. I think uh, real quick before I move on, I think what is um, what I'm not a fan of is the fact that – okay, so correct me if I'm wrong. So there's no men's chamber match, right? No. So currently it looks like we're getting the tag team title chamber match that was announced yeah. tonight. From the SmackDown tag teams. And the women. And on the Raw side, the Raw women's, which both are vastly unnecessary. But um, yeah, we're not getting a men's singles one. I know it was rumored, but then they just outright announced it's going to be Roman and Goldberg at WrestleMania for the Universal Championship. Yeah. Um, so that's the direction they're going in. And uh, we're not getting a chamber match that Roman's going to predictably win. That's the, that's the part I'm not a fan of because, one, yeah. You got Goldberg and Roman Reigns, but there's like there's no build. I mean, now there's absolutely no, no build. build. I completely agree. So now you have a month, a month or so to 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 start that build. My thing is this: so you mean to tell me that Roman Reigns can go out there and say, "I'm next"? Oh shit, that's it. Title shot right now, like. Like, that's it? Like, I'm thinking, all right, chamber match, men's chamber match, the winner of that gets Goldberg. Okay. And then you build from that, maybe. But now, this, nope. That's all you get. No build. Lazy. I think it is. That has no build. Bray Wyatt Cena has no build. I'm pretty sure any of the match that's rumored has no build right now. The, The best build you have going on right now. That is that is that is an official match. Is Drew and Brock unofficial match? Is Orton and Edge? Outside of that, you really have no true, you know, story going into WrestleMania. I love what Orton and Edge are doing. Orton with the Hardys, and now with Beth Phoenix coming up, and, and Kevin Owens, like keep that story the way it's going. Um. Drew and Brock, not that bad, but I like it. But these two matches you just made in the last 24 hours have no build whatsoever. Yeah, now, now you got to bust your ass until uh, April to get to to get it done. But I'm like, come on, man. Like, 
just like that. Roman Reigns, number one contender. Bing, bang, boom. WrestleMania, Bray Wyatt and Cena. Like, you can't even tease that for a little bit. Like, I just think now, again, every time Mania comes, it's like they get more lazier and lazier. Like, come on, man. Put the work in. Well, it's because Vince changes his mind more than the weather changes. Like, well, true, yeah. You know, but that's, I'm not just saying that's the sole reason, but you just said it there, Randy. You said the two better stories going right now in WrestleMania are Drew and Brock yep. and Edge and Orton, which is the strongest story going right now on, yes. and, and, on any brand. And that includes NXT, in my opinion. I think mm-hmm. it's the best thing going in the entire company right now. Right. But you said it right there. That's raw, though. Paul Heyman seems like he has a semblance of an idea of what he wants at WrestleMania. I'm not saying he's solely responsible because Vince, the, the thing is, is that Vince signs off on both brands. So why is he so unsure of on what's going on, uh, what's going on over on SmackDown, but he's doing the right thing on Raw? Like, what the, this is the same company. How does that make any sense? You know what I mean? Like, you know, on Raw, people were complaining, oh, there's too many squash matches. There was too many squash matches. And I agree. But it paid off in the end. They were doing squashes with Buddy Murphy. The guys won half of the Raw Tag Team Champions. They were doing squashes with Aleister Black. He's facing AJ Styles tomorrow night on Raw, and he may be teaming with The Undertaker WrestleMania. Mm. They were doing squash matches with Andrade, current United States champion now, doing squash matches with Drew. He just won the Royal Rumble. So it makes sense. They right. knew it. Not, not that they knew that stuff three months ago. But they did it in effort to build those guys up, and now they're over to a certain extent. SmackDown, nobody feels over. It's a fucking it's a shit show over there. Nobody feels over. Nobody is special. Aside from the part aside from the part-timers are trotting out there. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Raw has part-timers too. The two stories you just mentioned have part-timers. Randy Orton ain't benefited from any of this because the guy's been around for twenty decades for two decades, twenty years. But at least it makes sense and it's a hot story. You know, it isn't. Not every story has to benefit the future, but it would help if it does. Drew's going to be Brock, hopefully. So that's that covers that ground. Mm-hmm. For SmackDown, though, none of these matches make any fucking sense. I think the Fiend and Cena would have made some sense if the Fiend was champion. Because again, like I said earlier, you could have had Cena say, "Hey, I want my seventeenth title." And why I could have said, and I want to avenge my loss from you from WrestleMania six years ago when my career went down the tubes, <laughs> and I should not have lost to you when I did. Boom, bing, bam, boom, makes sense. You know what? Don't love the match, but, you know, at least it makes sense, and you have Wyatt win. I don't know. I mean, I, again, I, I've said before, I highly doubted that Wyatt would walk out of WrestleMania as champion, mm-hmm. uh, and I would hate this. I mean, Cena winning, yeah, big 17 at WrestleMania, I, I guess I wouldn't hate it, hate it, but to sacrifice the Fiend for Cena, eh, I don't love it, but it's better than losing to Goldberg at Super Showdown in Saudi Arabia. That's just fucking dumb. That's way worse than the Cena option. Of the two, neither is ideal, but I would la- I would rather have Cena winning. In a perfect world, I would have Wyatt win, and then you can build the Roman coming out of WrestleMania. WrestleMania. You could do Roman and Goldberg without the title on the line. Does even that make sense? Eh, not really. But you could always say like Battle of the Spears. I don't know. It doesn't need to be for the title because now, at least if it wasn't for the championship, mm-hmm. it's a lot more unpredictable. With right. the championship on the line, you know Roman's winning. You know, I don't think they would have Goldberg beat him anyway, even without the championship on the line. But it just none of this makes any sense at all. They could do the matches they have now with the championship in one program and not the other. Because Wyatt coming out on SmackDown challenge. So Cena comes out on SmackDown or, you know, mere hours removed from the show as we record this. Yeah. Cena comes out and says, I don't want to wrestle this year. I want to sacrifice my spot for someone newer, for someone more deserving. Right. Fast forward 30 seconds. The Fiend comes out, doesn't attack him points at the fucking wrestlemania sign what the fuck is this like first of all the whole point of the wrestlemania sign is stupid it always has been dumb it always will be dumb i thought they would save it for the for the goonie royal rumble men the the royal rumble winners you know it looks goofy but whatever i get it. it means a lot to them uh because they just won the rumble that's cute why is the fiend pointing to the wrestlemania sign he looked like an idiot I mean, not to say that he didn't look like an idiot on Thursday when he lost in 90 seconds to Goldberg, but whatever. Um, this just made it worse. And then Cena, like, nods his head in approval, and that's our Mania match? Why does... I mean, maybe he'll explain next week. I know it's a television show, but, like, did Cena not just say that he wasn't going to wrestle a WrestleMania because he wanted to sacrifice his spot for someone newer, but now he wants to wrestle a Mania to face the Fiend? Yeah. What? 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 Like... 
come on, dude. None of this makes any sense. I like Cena. I, I like everyone. I like Goldberg. I like Roman. I like the. I like Cena. I like the Fiend. This is stupid. It doesn't benefit anyone. The matches are not going to be that great. I think Roman and Goldberg could be better than people think it is, but it's not like the match sells itself. And before anyone says that, like, oh, you know, you people were saying that the Sheena chamber is random and, you know, her winning is predictable. And if Roman won a chamber, people would be mm. saying it's predictable, blah, blah, blah. You know what, dude? Yeah, it's predictable. But Ro- I feel like Roman has to win a chamber match to earn a title shot at WrestleMania. Yeah, he's coming off a bajillion wins over Barry. Yeah. Corbin. Other than that, what the fuck has he done to earn a title shot? Absolutely nothing. I know that none of that really matters to this company, because Shinsuke Nakamura, for whatever reason, is getting a rematch of the Intercontinental Championship, despite losing every match he's had for the last three months now. <laughs> Why the hell would I care about seeing that match again? Who oh, fucking man. cares? But So Roman just shows up, gets a title shot, for absolutely no reason. The Shayna thing, that I mean, yeah, it's predictable, and it gives her a big win, and when she wins that chamber. But the thing is, though, dude, him, um, uh, Shayna, rather, her and Becky was already established. She attacked Becky before that match was even announced. That match sells itself at that point. She doesn't have to win the chamber. What did she do to earn a title shot? Nothing. But Becky wants to get her hands on her, so bing, bang, boom, there's your match. Roman facing Goldberg, they have no history. And Roman has only beaten Baron Corbin in the last six months. Why is he getting a title shot? Why does any of this make any sense? Why, why did Goldberg get a title shot a couple of weeks ago when he announced that you know he got the title shot on Thursday? The SmackDown side is far worse than the Raw side. At least on Raw, things seem to make sense. Uh-huh. They're setting up you know the U.S. title match with the mid card. Awesome. What's the mid card title match at WrestleMania? Maybe Braun and Sheamus. The only reason I would be invested in that is because it may be the first time ever. That's it. Daniel Bryan is doing a whole lot of nothing right now. Um, Roman and Goldberg, eh. Fiend and Cena, don't really care, even if the Fiend wins. The women's match, what's going on there? Bailey has been a... You want to talk about flops as champion? She's been a complete flop as a champion, and I like Bailey. For people pooping on, uh, on Bray Wyatt, I would direct your attention to Bailey. She has sucked as the SmackDown Women's Champion. The matches have sucked. The promos are even worse. Her character work is terrible. She has a, been a complete flop. And at this point, if she faces Sasha, why should I care? Sasha's been a loser, too. She's been a complete afterthought on SmackDown. No one on that show feels special in the slightest, and they got to fix this shit because it gives me zero incentive to want to watch the show. Stay home on a Friday to watch SmackDown. I mean, like, at that point, who cares? They're already in a bad spot to begin with. It would be one show. It would be one thing that the show is must say. It's the farthest thing from it. SmackDown is worse now than it's been Probably even more so worse than it was when Jinder was champion a few years ago, and that's saying something. <laughs> Yo, I've been laughing to the side for the last five minutes, bro. <laughs> I think you glad I can entertain you. It's probably the one show where you spoke majority of the time, which I'm I'm cool with. But I mean, I can't really, I can't disagree with you. Uh, the 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 Bailey run and um, you know Sasha and SmackDown that, that doesn't feel special. Um, like not one person stands out, and just the booking is is questionable on the SmackDown side compared to Raw. Listen, man, I I I've been having a hard time watching um these shows live, and even when I tape them. <clears throat> just my timing is off, and sometimes I miss it, and I don't know what's really going on until a, a big show or pay per view, but um. I don't know, man. I, I just again, and you would think going into WrestleMania, and I, I listen, man. They they did not give a fuck about the Super Showdown card. I think they just they packed it in. They got they, they got their money. They went there. They did whatever, and they got the fuck out. So I, I don't care too much about that show now. When you have to work on Chamber and and WrestleMania, it's like. You know, these are, WrestleMania is the show that you got to put all the effort in, put all the stories in, put put the time in, the vignettes, all that stuff. Um, I did forget Charlotte and Rhea Ripley. It, that story is, is okay. So for now, um, but they 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 got work to do. I think I think last year we spoke like, yeah, man, this this feels like mania. I feel it. The year prior, it was like, man, I don't really feel like it's mania. See, like they, 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 this. One match was made on on the go home show. Like it just, <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I don't know what's going on. And listen, man, if you, if you told me last year, 
like, man, WrestleMania 36, man, uh, Becky against Ronda Rousey. We're going to have this. We're going to have that. And you look at now, they're, oh, shit, Goldberg and uh, Roman Reigns and Bray Wyatt and John Cena. I don't mind those matches. It just have a better build to it. Like, come on, man. But I know we could be here all day. Um, uh, I, I just, it's just on social media, man. People are still going. Um, at the Bray Wyatt thing, and then, yeah, they buried him. But yeah, you get John Cena, so now he'll get the John Cena rub. He'll, I, I would assume he'll beat John Cena at WrestleMania, and then I think eventually go back for the world uh, for the title. But that remains to be seen. But um, to tomorrow, well, I'm, I'm gonna say today because this show will come out Saturday. Um, you have AEW Revolution, so we got that show on BR Live and um, the first show since Full Gear in November and listen man I've been trying my best to watch Dynamite and NXT on a weekly basis the last couple of weeks have been uh, very hard to keep tabs but from what I'm seeing is that Dynamite has been having has been having very good shows uh, leading up to Revolution NXT, uh, NXT has been okay but I see a lot of rave reviews for for Dynamite. So I, I'm trying to kind of pinpoint what I've been seeing. I did see the Iron Man match uh, between Pac and um, Omega. Pretty good. I did not see the, the remaining part of Dynamite. So I'm still catching up. But I see right in front of me eight matches for Revolution uh, that people just can't wait to see. Um, so we have... SoCal against the Dark Order, which you right I don't know, I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now, I really don't care about that. Um, I don't care who wins. <laughs> um, Pac and Orange Cassidy, I did see Orange Cassidy come out to the ramp and, and uh, confront Pac on on Dynamite again. That happens. They just they just confront each other. Hey, you know what? Fight our fight our uh, revolution. No build. Okay, so who do you have, Pac and or, or, or Cassidy? Well, for the kickoff, I have Dark Order going over. The match itself, I don't really care about, but right. the Exalted One thing has got me intrigued. Um, I got to I gotta give props to the company for two things. One, okay. for doing away with that terrible Nightmare Collective bullshit. God, that sucked. No more? It sucked. It's no more? No, they got rid of it. They, I think Brandy Rhodes acknowledged in an interview that it was not working. She wasn't liking it. The fans didn't like it. Terrible. And they got rid of it. So she went back to being Cody's manager, valet, whatever. Um, awesome Kong had to take time off anyway to go film the fourth season of Glow. And I think Mel and Luther, the bald chick and the bald guy, are just doing their own thing. And they suck, so hopefully they're off the show completely. And Good. I think they're kind of relegated to Dark now, which is better than you know having them on Dynamite, but whatever. Uh -huh. um, so, yeah. Anyway, back to the Dark Order thing. That, that was the first thing. The second thing was that the Dark Order I could not have given two shits about from the get-go. I, I mean, hey, you know what? A lot of people probably still don't care. But I th they have made me care through the vignettes. Character development, what a concept. They made me care about the characters through the whole join Dark Order thing. Mm. Um, they're teasing Christopher Daniels as the exalted one. I yeah. think that would be a disappointment because it's been so heavily teased. I think it's got to be Matt Hardy. Um, my gut, I thought, you asked me a month ago, I would say Matt Hardy stays. Now I don't know. I really don't. He's doing a great job of playing up both sides. Um, there's a very good chance he stays, but there's a very good chance he leaves too, so I don't know. Um, I hope it's him. I don't think it's gonna, they're going to reveal who it is on this show. I would wait until next week because Hardy's contract expires Sunday, Monday anyway. So he could be contractually able to appear on you know as early as Wednesday. Anyway, though, um, I have Dark Order going over there. And, and Pack and Orange Cassidy. Yeah, there's no build. I mean, I'm not even going to sit here and say, oh, it's – yeah, people may be looking forward to it, but there's absolutely no build. It makes no sense. But they want to get back on the show. Mm -hmm. And Orange Cassidy, you know, whether people like it or not, is one of the more over acts in that entire company. And he doesn't do jack shit. But that's the thing. <laughs> that's this whole gimmick that is that he didn't do anything. And honestly, you either love the character or you hate it. I love it. It's a guilty pleasure of mine. I think it's hilarious. Mm -hmm. It's stupid. It's so dumb that I think it works. You're not going to put the championship on the guy, obviously, and he's not going to win here, obviously. But people dig it, and if they dig it, then capitalize on it. So I like that. So I think Pac's going to win here. Should be a very fun match, and he needs the bounce back coming off that loss. Uh, coming off that loss to Kenny Omega on Wednesday's Dynamite, anyway. So you're gonna you're gonna debut Cassidy, and and, and automatically get an L against Pac. 
Yeah, dude, not everyone has to go undefeated, though. I feel like he's one of those guys where he doesn't have to pick up a bunch of wins. Like, if this was Lance Archer, who I know a lot of people don't know, and I'm not overly familiar with him, but I know he's from New Japan. He's a big guy, very good. You bring him in there and have him lose, different story. Jeff Cobb, they had lose in his debut match because he's not signed. Why the hell would you have him win? If they bring in... Luke, let's say Luke Harper comes on in. I think it's only inevitable before he comes in. You put Luke Harper in this spot, of course you're going to have him win. He, he should be built up to look strong. Um, Orange Cassidy, he's a Joe character anyway. He's not going to beat Pac. Pac is one of their top talents. He should not be beating Pac. But you know what? Again, you don't always have to win your debut. As long as he looks good in the feet and has a fun match with Pac and the people eat it up, to me, that's all that matters. Okay, listen. Keep it real with me. If the same character Orange Cassidy was in WWE would the fans love the love the character as much as they, as they do while he's in AEW or not you know I was thinking about the other day like is he a guy that I would want to see in WWE I think the answer is no because it doesn't work there that's the thing though dude that I think a lot of people work in certain places I, I think if you take certain people out of certain environments I don't think it would work like for example, in my opinion, if you brought The Fiend over to AEW, it would die a death. Mm. I think it would, just, it would just look stupid. It just feel it doesn't fit AEW. There's people that could do both. Um, like Ambrose has been successful so far in both promotions. The right. Fiend wouldn't work. Orange Cassidy, I don't think, would work. I don't think they would even know what to do with them. Even if he did the same character, it's a totally different audience too, Randy. You got to realize that. Yeah. Like their character, I don't think their audience would give a shit. They're two totally different audiences. Um, the New Day, would they be successful in AEW? For, in the ring, yeah, but with the yeah. whole pancake nonsense, probably not. Um, and no. their characters work perfectly for WWE. So you got to remember that. And I don't think, no, I don't think it would work in WWE at all. I think it would be very stupid. I think it would be very out of place and it wouldn't work. Uh, Nala Rose, Chris Statlander, AEW Women's World Championship. I would say Nala Rose because he just got the belt like a week ago. Yeah, yeah, she just won the belt two weeks ago. I think she's got to win here. Um, I would have saved this match for double or nothing. Mm -hmm. Again, you know, I'm not going to do shit on WWE here, too. AEW is guilty of the same thing. This match has no build at all. Zero. Right. Uh, I'm not happy about that. I think the match could be good. Uh, Nyla Rose is growing on me. I still am not a fan of her in-ring work. Um, but I thought that Rio match was good. Chris Statlander is very good. Um, but I feel like the two top talents in that division... So, again, I'm kind of surprised that they're giving this away now with, like, a two-week build. And what's even weirder is that Chris Statlander isn't even number one in the rankings. Like, they have these whole power rankings, yeah. you know, they matter. But she's not even number one. I mean, I think, any if anything, they should have booked Rio and Nyla Rose in a rematch from when, uh, from when Nyla Rose won the title. Yeah. I think that would have made sense. This just makes no sense at all. Um, anyway, though, I think Nyla Rose wins. She just got the belt, and I think this could be a good match. Darby Allen, Sammy Guevara. Uh, Darby Allen's got to go over here. He is like their version of Jeff Hardy. I've seen a lot of people say, and I absolutely agree. Um, he's good. He's getting really strong reactions. It doesn't matter if it's AEW, WWE, whatever the company is. You got to go with what's hot. And Darby Allen is hot right now, so I'm glad he's getting over. He is very good. Sammy Guevara is great too, but I think Darby Allen's the hot hand right now. They got to go with him. He's got to win this match. Dustin Rhodes against uh, Jake Hager. Yeah, it's about time. <laughs> if the undefeated MMA star Jake Hager lost to a 50-year-old Dustin Rhodes, I don't even know what to tell you. Um, Jake Hager's got to win here. Like, there's zero question about it. He's a guy that you debut and have win. Orange Cassidy doesn't matter. Jake Hager, if he loses in his debut, just quit. Especially if it's the gold dust. <laughs> if it's the gold dust, just get the fuck out of hey, here. I know gold dust has been better in AEW when he's over and whatever, but that just that would be stupid. So, um, especially if they're trying to make him out to be this badass, like oh he's undefeated in MMA, blah blah blah, never been tapped out or whatever, right? Uh, or you know beaten by decision. So he's got to win here. I think that's a, I think that's a no brainer. Um, Kenny Omega, Adam Page, Young Bucks, AEW World Tag Team Championship. I think this is where things get interesting um, because this match could go either way. My gut feeling is that the Bucks don't win the belts here. I know they've gotten already a few shots at the tag titles yeah. and they've lost. I don't think they win it just yet. I know Paige and Omega have held the titles for about a month now, um, which is, you know, it's not long, but 
I mean, they're not meant to be long-term champions anyway. Um, I wouldn't keep the belts on them until the next pay-per-view, though. I would build to a rematch on TV. Maybe that's where the Bucks win or Paige goes heel or both. Um, I think I've seen some people say maybe the Bucks go heel. I don't see that happening. But um, either way, I do think it's uh, very likely that we see um, Paige and Omega at the Double or Nothing show. But in the meantime, I would keep the tag team titles on them. Uh, at least for one more month, if that. Um, but I would have them win here. If the Bucks win, then that's cool too. But I do think um, Paige and Omega hold on to the belt for at least a little longer. So their next show is Double or Nothing in May? Yeah, they have four pay-per-views, and they're roughly every three months. Or no, every yeah, every three months. So the next one is over Memorial Day weekend on May 23rd. So they got Full Gear, Revolution, Double or Nothing, and what, All In, All Out? All Out in August, yeah, over uh, Labor Day weekend. Okay. Um, MJF uh, against Cody. Mm. This one's tough. Um, yeah, I think it is. I, I think MJF wins it, though, just because, not that this is the exact same situation, but they kind of built up Sean Spears a little bit when he first came in. Like, he turned on Cody, got Corey Heat, he adopted... Uh, um, Tully Blanchard as his manager. Then he lost to Cody, and that was it. Like the guy's been on dark for the last six months, teaming wow. with Michael fucking Nakazawa and Sean Spear uh, and uh, Peter Avalon, the librarian. Like, come on, dude. Yeah, I, I'm not saying he's a world champion, but right. like, how is that any better than his booking in WWE? He's an absolute loser right now. He means absolutely nothing. So, um, I don't want to see that happen, to MJF. I don't think it will. Even if he loses here, I think he'll be fine. But I think it's too early in the story. I know they've been building this up for a long time, but I feel like it's too early in the story to have Cody give MJF his comeuppance. And it's not like you give Cody the win. Oh, he goes after the world championship. We were told three months ago that he can't go for the world championship anymore. Exactly. Despite the fact he's still in the power rankings for some reason. That's a whole other <laughs> issue. Um, but no, I feel like MJF gains a lot more from this victory than Cody does. Cody, you know, I know I know he lost to Jericho, but the guy is so over that he doesn't have to win every big match. So I think he can afford to lose here, keep the feud going, build well, maybe a rematch at the next pay-per-view, a double or nothing. Maybe, I don't know, some sort of sp uh, stipulation match, and that's where Cody wins. But I would, MJF has won some matches. He hasn't won anything overly important aside from the Brass Ring Battle Royal or whatever the fuck it was all those months ago. Yeah. Cool. But, like, he needs to win a big pay-per-view match. And I think this is it. So I have MJF winning. Yeah, me too. Um, Jericho, John Moxley, AEW World Title. Um, uh, do we see the 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 rain end for Jericho? I, we could. Is it too early? Moxley. I think this match and the MJF is, is pretty much a toss up, and I think the uh, Omega tag match is a toss up too. Um, I mean, those three have the better storylines going into the the show. But what do you think, man? Jericho or Moxley? I don't think it's too soon. Um, if Moxley wins, I wouldn't be pissed. This has got to be, and I love this about this show, is that this has got to be the most unpredictable match in the entire show, and it's, and it's the main event. I love how we go from like the undercard to like, okay, this person's winning, obviously, mm. to like the main event. It's like, oh, God, I don't know who's going to win. Right. They've built this up very well. They have great chemistry together. Yeah. I like the feud in WWE, but this has been 10 times better because they're really allowed to let loose. The match should be good. Uh, Jericho has been having some of the best matches of his career in AEW and in New Japan, Moxley too. So I think this could be a really good match. Who do you have win though? Moxley, I think it's his, it's his time. He's over. He's the guy right now. It feels like he's the top baby face in this promotion. Uh, just the thing is though, my question mm -hmm. is that who do you have him face coming out of this? I guess you could do the Jericho rematch. I wouldn't do that at the next pay-per-view. That isn't, I don't, know, I don't really like that. Um, with the champion, the former champion getting a rematch on pay-per-view, eh, I, I wouldn't do that. I may be on TV, but that's about it. I don't know. It feels like they don't have enough heels for him to go out for anyone for him to face right now. And like I said, maybe MJF, but MJF I would have facing Cody at the next pay-per-view. Pac? Yeah, Pac I was thinking about, maybe. Um, I was thinking about that, possibly. I know he just lost to Omega, though. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, I, I don't know. I think with... The moment of Moxley winning would be cool, 
but I don't think there's enough to go off there. With Jericho, mm-hmm. not that he's much better in terms of who else he can face. I'm not going to lie to you, though. I think a, a Luchasaurus match could work because he's so fucking over. Um, I know that sounds silly on paper, like, oh, the dinosaur man, but like he's over <laughs> and he's very good, too. Um, so I think a Jericho, and he has established issues with Jurassic Express, so it could make sense. Darby Allen, I know he's already beaten on TV, but they could build to a rematch there. That's He's very good. They could build to a rematch with Omega after Omega lost him a, a year ago, double or nothing. Hey, Jericho beat Hangman Page to win the title to begin with. Maybe Adam Page is the one. Go full circle, and he wins the championship because he's, he's a lot more popular now than he was six months ago. True. Um, you know, I think Jericho, there's a lot more possibilities. I know I see a lot of people favoring Moxley here. I, for some reason, I feel like Jericho is going to win. I feel like Jericho holds on to the title for a little longer. Um, and then you can have him drop it maybe at double or nothing. It depends who's hot at that time. Maybe, Hey, maybe Moxley continues to chase and that's where he wins it. I just don't know if now is the time. It's not really a Jericho or a Moxley issue. It's everything else surrounding them. Because it's not like Pax on a roll right now. He may be. He probably will be Orange Cassidy on Saturday, but he he's he just lost to Kenny Omega three days ago. So like, I just don't think it makes sense for him to go for the belt right now. Um, again, down the road, maybe. Right now, no, in my opinion. Um, so yeah, that's what I got to say about that. I think overall the show looks great on paper, mm-hmm. and it could not come at a better time coming off that shit finish on on Thursday <laughs> um, with with Super Showdown. I mean, genuinely, like you know, through and through, Randy, I'm an NXT guy. Yeah, but I think Dynamite has kicked NXT's ass the last three weeks. It's like it's mm-hmm. not even close. Like I think maybe this may not be the case starting next week, but I really think they've hit their stride. Heading into Revolution, I think the last three shows of Dynamite have been the best they've done yet. And I I am more hyped for this pay-per-view on Saturday than I was for any of the other AEW pay-per-views they put on today. And that may include Double or Nothing, despite the fact I was there for that one, and that was their first show. Other than that, I think I'm more excited for this show than any of the other ones because the build has been so good for most of the matches on this show, especially the main events. So I'm looking forward to it. could be a very... Interesting night, full of surprises, title changes. They could have Lance Archer show up. They could have someone else show up. Mm. Probably not Matt Hardy, but you never know. Anyone could pop up at the show on Saturday. So I'm looking forward to it. I think this has a lot of potential to be their strongest show to date. But do we get a clean finish between Jericho and and, and, uh, Moxley? No, it's not guaranteed. Um, I do think there's a chance we see interference. And if done right... You know, if, if the inner circle interferes and, like, Sammy Guevara fucking, like, throws a chair at Moxley's head and then Jericho pins him, yeah, that would be stupid. Like, we've seen that on <laughs> WWE TV for, like, for like a million times the last couple weeks. Yeah. Like, the whole distraction roll-up bullshit, we see it all the time now. I mean, we always have, but more so recently than ever before for some reason. Um, that would be lame. They have to find a way around it to make it interesting. Like, again, Lance Archer, I know not a lot, not a lot of people know who he is, but quick crash course on him uh, on, on for those who don't know him he was the one who actually lost the new japan iwgp heavyweight united states championship to moxley i think a month or two ago at wrestle kingdom so they have history so it would make sense for him to come on in and cost him his championship on this show because he cost him his title over in japan and he he's a great talent so to pair him with moxley off the bat would be great um, Jeff Cobb's another possibility. I don't know if he's a part of the inner circle, but he's kind of flirted with that idea the last couple of weeks, anytime he's been on the show. So maybe he comes on in. As long as it's not something fluky that uh, would piss people off, then I think we're okay. But I think as long as not, you know, Jericho winning isn't the only important thing, but I think they can have a great match, hopefully a clean finish. They got to protect Moxley in defeat somehow, but hopefully it's not via like, oh, you know, the referee was down like a ref bump like that shit's terrible. So hopefully they can get creative with it. That's my that's my hope. Well, Graham, I hope you feel uh, hope you feel better, man. I feel like you vented a lot today. Uh, got off uh, your, your, your frustrations about Bray Wyatt and uh, Goldberg and the Super Showdown. Uh, you sound very very into it man i just hope you feel better man <laughs> oh i appreciate that randy i feel fantastic now and i feel like having a platform to air my grievances definitely helps um but yeah if nothing else i feel like it really helps to live up to the name of the show 
Um, you know, my, my Twitter username is WrestleRant, exactly. so I guess it makes sense. Exactly. And I know people like to hear it. So uh, if nothing else, it makes for some great conversation. And it's that time of the year, WrestleMania, where there's a lot to talk about. I, I would rather have an interesting, I mean, I can't say I would rather have Goldberg beating Wyatt than a boring show. But boring shows, like, you know, a boring Saudi Arabia pay-per-view, there's nothing really to, 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 decide, to, to discuss. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a lot to discuss here today. So it was a lot of fun. And hopefully the next time I get fired up, it's about something more positive when it comes to WWE. Exactly, man. You know, this show felt like therapy for you. Absolutely. And the thing is, too, I think it speaks volumes that I try to be, honestly, and maybe I'm wrong, I try to be as positive as I can about the product. I feel like I'm defending them more often than not when I probably shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. I can't defend that decision, though, on Thursday. That uh, is so I stupid. I can't even stress the how dumb it is. But, I mean, I know we're recording this on Friday. We're over a day, a day and a half removed from when it happened. If we recorded this yesterday, we probably would have had a three-hour show. Um, <laughs> but yes, this did right. succeed as my therapy session for the day. So I'll, mm-hmm. uh, you can feel free to bill me via PayPal. I'll, I'll definitely be happy to uh, uh, send you my uh, endorsement for this session. Oh, yeah, definitely, man. I'll, I'll send you an invoice tonight. Sounds good to me. <laughs> uh, Graham Matthews, Bleacher Report, Daily DDT. On Twitter at Russell Rant. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Randy J. Cruz. Find the podcast on uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, uh, ProWrestlingTees.com for t-shirts. Grandma man, always appreciate it. Thank you, Randy. Appreciate it. I'll talk to you next week. All right, man. Take it easy. All right. Adios. All right.